open, so someone else has got to. I got it right here. I'll just read time. it to you. Well, all right. But we started recording four seconds ago, so that's uh, fine. Oh. It's fine. Watch we're gonna do the intro. Fucking mouth. Okay. Then we're gonna do. Uh, it's PG thirteen. Yeah. Motherfucker, it's PG thirteen. We're Come gonna do right. the intro. Okay. Then the um, RNYFC. Where are they now with the players? Then maybe go into a little bit about the format change. We're going to all local soccer. Then dip into indoor Lancers. Um, Rock City Boom season coming up. FCU. All the basic shit. Okay. Nothing and not super FCU. detailed. Yeah. Well, I just figure indoor Lancers and then RCB because they're doing kind a crossover thing. Yeah. Sure, sure. And then FCU at the end. That's Nothing good. Nothing too detailed, just yeah. I feel like I don't have too much to say about it. Obviously, I know that. Well, none of the seasons really. Yeah, the season hasn't started yet. No one does. But that's cool. That sounds good. Okay, just just want to. All right, I got the intro. If you want to hear it, so we can do it real time. Okay. As soon as. Oh, the other thing that I wanted to bring up to you guys: Have you guys gotten like food out, like ordered food out at all, like either fast food or just like takeout from anywhere? Just in life. Yeah. Recently, like, uh, I, but no, but I mean, like, recently, Stu, because you're in a different area code, so I want I want to hear your answer too, and compare it to Evans. Uh, yeah, I've I've gotten food out recently, Stuart. Yes. Have you noticed that ever since COVID, the service quality has plummeted like astronomically? Do you guys get like all the food mm. that you order every time? Have you noticed any difference? Uh, I, I never get the food I order, so. I feel like I went through a bad run. I think probably during COVID, I definitely noticed. I feel like I've been okay lately. But I'm not crazy, right? Like, <clears throat> COVID was definitely the marker of, like, before COVID, sure. nine times out of ten, you get everything you order, even delivery stuff. And I, I know think. Uber Eats and, and Grubhub kind of kicked up a little bit over COVID. But before that, like, you would still get it. Nobody would steal milkshakes. Or anything like that. I, I I've just had like a terrible run the past four days. I've gotten mm. something every day from different places, and either they just forget half the order, or an Uber driver steals my milkshake, or like today mm. uh, with, with Wegmans, just like I had to put my own lettuce and and cheese on a sub that I ordered. Oh, is it? It's just, I, yeah. I don't want to be one of those guys as like, oh, Gen Z is, is fucking bullshit. But they kind of are. Like, those are the people <laughs> doing these jobs, and they suck. Like, we, no, we all had those. No, we, no, 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 no. We all had jab. those same jobs, and we didn't fuck it up. It's not that hard. Do your yeah. fucking jab. So did you did ask it, to speak to the manager, Mike? I mean, Karen. I mean, Mike. <laughs> He's got the haircut. Well, I'll. Hello? Oh, sorry. Mike's a bleach blonde Pittsford housewife now. <laughs> this guy yelled at for yelling about Gen Z. So I, I might need to step out for a second at some point, okay. but I'll be back. All right. It'll give me time to load up the, uh, the files. <laughs> what are you guys drinking over there? You got a, you got a brew next to you there, Mike? Pineapple soup. soda. Ooh. Cheerwine, Al. It's terrible. 
Is that like the black licorice-y kind of? Yeah. But it tastes like a little bit like cheer wine, which I've never had. And then it tastes a lot like an ale at the end. But there's no real middle. Oh. So you're like, oh, sweet. Oh, sour. So it's like nasty. But yeah. Then it's like, oh, th- this is kind of like a beer. And then you drink it again. And then it's nasty again. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not very again. good. Huh. That's weird. That is very weird. I've never seen that. Mike, what's going on over there, bud? Oh, no, I got these nicotine pouches. Oh, yeah. So it yeah. To, it's not tobacco. It's just like nicotine powder. Well, that's probably better for you. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Do you, what, what do you normally do? Do you chew, smoke? Um, Vape. Vape. I'm a vapor. That's, right, right, right. <laughs> I used to smoke cigarettes all the time, and I switched to vaping, and now I feel like this is the next logical step to being. That's a step. I think that's a step. I think okay. that counts. Yeah. All right. It's the next step before I circle back around and start smoking cigarettes. Again. Oh, okay. I was gonna say, is this an attempt to quit, or are you, yeah, just trying to get your get <laughs> no, your shit just, a different way? Just trying to. Okay. Get a different little hit. <laughs> all right. Sure. Sure. Wait, so, Stu, are you sticking around or you had to go somewhere? Yeah, no, I'm I'm good for right now. Okay. Let's do the intro. Come on now! Help me! Right. That's it then. Goodbye, Molly. Good luck. Goodbye, Molly. Take a turn around the baby, lower the first turn around the deck.
talking that, walking that, spitting it, hoes. Smoking this, drinking that, getting it, hoes. Fuck this, I'm hitting that, I'm hitting them both. Have one riding dick, one licking my toes. When I'm loving these hoes, there ain't no love involved. No hugs, no. All right, boys. End of an era. We, uh, end of the went, end went, of the third era. Went down with the ship, didn't we? <laughs> well, sorta, <laughs> kinda. But we're still here. Yeah, so I, I kind of, I, I kind of blew up the ship, or at least the bridge. Yeah, I think you, I think you steered us into uh, iceberg, iceberg or two. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was about to say glacier, and then I said, wait, that's the other kind. Stu had us ping-ponging around on yeah, those fucking yeah. ice cubes. <sighs> All right, so I guess, um, well, if you haven't heard, Stu did sure. a nice little rundown of everything um, that happened, or as far as we know what happened. Is there any, we got some listener questions at the end, but for now, is there any anything anybody wants to add to that? If you haven't listened to it, go listen to it, because it's, Somewhat thorough. Stuart, is it? Thanks. No, but I mean, is there anything you want to amend to it? Um, no, I, I guess the, no, and then let me speak. Uh, I would say the only thing now that I've sat on it a little bit is I think it was necessary. I think it was, if I'm not taking it with the anger, it was a bad deal for the Dworkins. They didn't know what they were getting into. They wanted to get out. It feels like they're out now. We've heard some rumors about some amateur stuff, but I don't think that's going to go anywhere, even if they try it. And I think just for local soccer, we need to move past it. We never made it to MLS. We're not going to. So let's move on. But God himself could not sink this ship. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I won't uh, I, I won't dive into anything. But I will say I had fun. I appreciated the uh, the boys who came in and gave it a good effort. Um, we, we, we did have a good time at games, and uh, we, we, we saw some really good players who are some of them out there doing some pretty cool things right now. Uh, so we had a good time. Not thrilled with the way the team – uh, approach things, some obvious misses uh, from the squad that Stu so eloquently outlined in, uh, in, in in the last episode. So that's disappointing. But here we are. Soccer lives on. Yeah, and I think I, most of that squad landed somewhere. Um, somebody's got a list of where they ended up. But I think there's only maybe three or four guys that, at least as far as we know, haven't landed anywhere they could have. But Mm-hmm. Which was the big concern past us not having a team anymore. Uh, it was, you know, these players' careers were at risk for a little while there, at least, where, you know, the team folded super late. And, you know, not everybody got a shot. Um, like, some guys got signed somewhere. I know Lamar Batista had a 25-day contract. He's killing it over in San Antonio. Killing it. Team of the week. Like, literally, he's having, he had a career game already. Yeah, he learned how to do bicycle kicks down in Texas. Where is that up here? A bicycle kick and a goal from midfield. Are you kidding me? In his opener? In one game. Good stuff, Lamar. 
congrats, buddy. Well, say, I, like, I'm, I'm pretty confident that he's going to get an extension on that if he hasn't already on that 25 day contract. I mean, I don't know what else he has to do, um, other than maybe marry the coach's wife, but or daughter. <laughs> that would be a little messy, wouldn't it? That would be interesting. What is that in Utah again? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um, but you know, a lot of these players, um, actually marrying the coach's wife, probably getting kicked off the team. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <laughs> like all these players, you know, it it was probably up in the air for a while, and some of them probably cut out sooner than later. Like I'm, I'm not positive, but. Uh, Raymond Dre was the first one to leave. Maybe he knew that this was coming down the pipe and just cut town as soon as he heard. That's a conspiracy theory. Who knows? That's a consp- that's definitely a conspiracy theory. But but it could be. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. Something was weird. That was definitely the first time. Uh, well, I'd have to look back at the whole timeline. We probably noticed other things. But is it worth like, it though? Is it worth to go back over the timeline? Like yeah, that? it's not. It was it was a weird thing, and uh, you know, people noticed for sure. We didn't know what it meant at the time, but a lot of the guys ended up staying in in Next Pro too, which is good. I think it, it's it, it's. I think it's the best for the players. It, it, they have a direct path to a MLS team. And they also have a path to potentially get sold because those MLS teams will be trying to show people what the what the next pro team looks like. And it just gives them different players to play with as well. So, I mean, the thing I probably shouldn't have said near the end of last season about Orlando, they had 47 players on the roster. Being able to play essentially uh, two full field games is kind of useful yeah they had 47 on the roster because they they gave their uh, top boys a spell with uh with the b team just to kick the shit out of us but <laughs> well, special circumstance i guess and, and then no, didn't name three of them at, or named only three of them on the bench at the, for the last home game which knocked us out of a home playoff game right right yeah next pro it was a uh, it was a little funny, but yes, I am glad to see a lot of the guys got landing spots. I, I think I've got a lot of the players here. Uh, we mentioned Lamar, uh, Jacob, Akanyeridge went. He stayed in X Pro. He went to New England. Uh, Batiz recently signed uh, with TFC too. Uh, Ian Garrett uh, recently signed. We saw uh, with Orlando. Uh, so those were a couple of guys I think sticking around in Next yeah. Pro. Um, I don't know. Any thoughts on on those guys, their landing spots, sticking sticking around the league? Um, I, 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 I it really just depends on what next pro turns out to really be because we don't we're still not sure. I don't. Yeah, I just, I'm just not sure what this league really is yet. It's it's hard to put my finger on whether it's good to stay in it or not. I think it's I think it's good for for them. I mean, it, it would depend on the situation. It's probably good as a player, uh, but you definitely don't get the, the the crowd, the exposure. Like a few of the guys who went to went to USL, like Lamar looked like in his highlights. He certainly had a nice crowd there. Uh, Pedro uh, is in Omaha. Was that I believe that's a League One team. Mm-hmm. Um, he should get good crowds there. It seems like they've got good support. Uh, so so that's probably uh, a better situation. 
from like an atmosphere perspective, but, it, but it's pretty cool that these guys are, are within touching distance to, you know, MLS players. Um, so that's, that, that's gotta be exciting. Yeah. And pop went to a North Carolina FC. So that's right. USL a league one, I believe. Ed Williams is back in the football pyramid and is in Chippenham town, which I did not see town. That. All right. Good for him. I didn't miss that one. I didn't know he yeah. could dance. Yeah. I'll say that. I think he's, I think that's still like literally three levels below where he should be, but um, it's good that he's playing. Um, well, I know in, in the short amount of time that he had to sign somewhere, that was probably what he could Yeah. Do. He, he had some, I think he had some issues with signing and getting, getting some contracts done or something. Um, we, we talked a little bit. Um, he asked us to not say too much, but it's he had options, which is not a surprise. If anything, though, like all these players landing in other next pro teams or League One teams or MLS championship teams, like it just shows that we, we did have quality players here. It wasn't a fluke that this squad made the playoffs. Like they, it, there's some good players here. So mm-hmm. you, you could say what, what you want about, you know, uh, you know, the things falling apart, but the squad itself was, was pretty damn solid. Yeah, for sure. We have a handful of guys walked into starting lineups with, with USL championship teams. Like that's, that's really cool. Lamar started and did great. Uh, Reese, who we sold started mm-hmm. for, for Indy 11 in a different position actually, which was interesting. Uh, yeah, Rayo, you know, Rayo, uh, that that's, he's the next pro destination as well, but he's, you know, he's obviously a really good player. He, he's going to start. He'll probably take Russell Rose spot. Um, so yeah, there's, there's, there's guys doing cool things. And we didn't mention Kaike, mm. you know, our, our fan favorite. If you haven't seen it, check out his, his Instagram or his, his Twitter. Cause he's, he's posted the stories, but he's with the team for the elevator pictures, right? I, I don't know how to pronounce it. Yeah. It prong. It's Y P R A N G something like that. It's also on our Twitter. If you can't spell his name. Yes. Yes. Check out, check out the, the Valiant 33 Twitter. He in the so Brazil that has like two kind of concurrent competitions or like before the actual like Brasileiro ah season starts, they'll do like a regional competition and it's like a small league comp. It's not like a tournament. They do like a small little league play and then they have like a little knockout for like their their state or their province or their region or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And uh, he with a and with a third division team played against Gremio, uh, Luis Suarez's team in Brazil, which is a first division team uh, in a two leg semifinal. They beat them two to one in the first one with multiple saves against Luis Suarez and stops uh, a penalty from Suarez, too, which is just amazing for him, like really incredible. They they ended up losing the reverse score in, in, in the second leg and and went to penalties, which which they lost. Surprising. We know how good Kaike is, is saving penalties. But, man, that has got to be a, a career highlight for him. It was it was really, really cool to see. I, I felt great for him. Yeah, I think one thing, too, to remember is that it was so late in the season. So if you take a step back and you're like, oh, these play- a lot of these players are in Division Three or whichever, there's just there's not a lot of chances. Like Ed Williams is in the sixth tier because there isn't a transfer window there. So he found out in probably February that he, he wasn't going to resign somewhere. It's like, well, the transfer window's closed, so I'm kind of screwed. Um, 
So I think we'll see a lot during the summer with a lot of these players. Yeah, we'll keep an eye on them. Uh, I, I know um, one of your favorites um, went to indoor. Oh, Gab Costa. Yeah. yeah. That's He's up right. MASL. Empire Strikers, which I think is from in Colorado. I don't know. I think they're Colorado. Ontario, Canada. Ontario, Canada? Yeah. Okay. I have no idea. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I've been watching I've caught some of his highlights. You know, he's 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 retweeting or regramming his uh his, his highlight reel. And he's he's dominating. He's like he's one of the leading scorers in the league. Um and he's got some really sweet highlights. So that, that's that's really cool. You know, uh, another one who I really like. So good for him. Mm-hmm. And sorry if we didn't mention anyone. We, uh, we're we trying to pack a lot into this episode. <laughs> yes. And to the rest of the guys, as as you mentioned, timing, not great. A few of them may, may or may not have found places. We, we only can find so much on the internet. But yeah, tough tough spot for them kind of scrambling um, to, to, to find teams so so late. Yeah, so I guess that leads to the format change that we're doing, which is going to all of local Rochester soccer. So that means all the current teams that are playing right now, any future teams that might pop up. Um, So we have the indoor Lancers. They're not doing outdoor, so just the indoor team. Flower City Union, Rock City Boom. Um. I'm missing one. Oh, the new women's team, uh, Flower City 1872. Mm-hmm. Um, we got some new guys in who are going to be writing articles, so keep an eye out for that. We're going to keep doing the podcast. Some of us are also going to do some articles. Should be good. Return to our roots a little bit. Yeah, and probably have some have some more features as well so that it's not just us blabbering on being – being like, oh, what are we talking about now? Hmm. Oh, chicken fingers. Yeah, that sounds like a good topic. Well, I'm, I'm going to beat that out. <laughs> to beat that out. Some content live, even right now, uh, on Valiant33.com. Uh, Rick Lewis has, has written a little season preview for FCU uh, as our first kind of full-length piece up on the website. That's really cool. Mike, I know you've got something coming on the indoor Lancers team. Uh, that was uh, a lot of fun um, check, checking them out too. So uh, keep an eye out for that as well. Yeah, that was a, that was, it was a little bit of a change. So a couple years ago they were at the Dome Arena and that, that was originally they started at Blue Cross back in the day. And that, that was like a, a major event. You know what I mean? Blue Cross Arena. Um, I don't know how many seats they got, but it's a lot. Um, but then even going to Dome Arena, that's still a big venue. Um, and so when they switched to, to TSE, nobody really knew what it was going to look like because you, you can only get in there like an hour before to set up. There's no seating. It's, it's just like sports garden. It's just like an indoor soccer place. So everybody was kind of like, what, what is this going to even be? But I got to say they – for what they were working with, they kind of pulled it off because I know me and you went, we, we hit up the, the pizza place beforehand. Um, got a couple drinks in, walked over cause it's literally right next door. I mean, you, you, as soon as we walked in, 
it felt like it was something like they had the DJ going, which you can say whatever you want about music being played during the game, but it definitely adds an element. Um, and you know, they, they just, they, they did a lot of little things. Like they have things that we bitch about constantly, like little free giveaways, having TVs with the replay on it. Like, you know, you, you could say what you want about the level or, you know, where it is, but when it comes down to, I guess, the important stuff, they do do that stuff. And I know we both had a good time. We, we got one of those little sticky balls from the uh, <laughs> from the, the little quarter machine and was throwing it at the glass. And I don't know, it was, it was just a, it was a good time for what it was. It's just a shame that the season's so short. It was a good time. It was a good time uh, for what they had, you know, space wise. It was definitely, definitely tight, definitely intimate. I think uh, they announced uh, 150 kind of VIP friends and family only, which they might have been a little bit loose with. But for <laughs> for what the crowd for what the crowd was that they were able to get in there, it, it had a lot of atmosphere per square foot. You know, they had uh, like you said, they had they had the radio going, they had a DJ making announcements doing little giveaways. They had a, a table of food and drink and stuff to grab uh, little, little oh, programs. Fuck that table up. Yeah. Three I had some, snacks. I had a couple packs of Skittles, uh, <laughs> a couple starbursts, a couple, couple, couple favorites of mine, but yeah, it was uh, it was a fun time. I think they did a really good job. So props to uh, soccer, Sam and uh, Jake Schindler coach, uh, coach Mark, who will also be, Coaching the boom. I mean, do I have that right? Yeah, and that that's the big takeaway, and I touch on it a little bit in the article that I, I did, which is that that kind of, I guess, the wall between those two teams seem to be coming down a little bit where you see a lot, a lot of crossover now between those sets of players, which is perfect because that's the level that you want to have the crossover to. And... I think it really works. Like those outdoor boom guys who some of them never played indoor before really picked it up. And a lot of them are like some of the leading scorers on that indoor team. So I'm hoping that that, uh, I guess I would put it fragile relationship continues or strengthens because it's good. It's good to see. Yeah. Well, it's kind of a return to what, what their, their somewhat recent past was. So, I think the one thing that we can all hope for is the end of soccer wars. And as you were saying earlier, the, uh, the victor of the soccer war has been soccer Sam. So he's been doing it for, for a while now. And it doesn't have to be, everything doesn't have to be your cup of tea to still support it because we got very close at one point to not having any soccer in town. And it's important that we, we support what's, what's fun. It, it, the music might not be for you, but if everything else is going on, just kind of ignore it. It's it's okay. It's we had a great time a couple of years ago when we went to the dome, and I think that kind of felt like what Sam really wanted. But then I'm assuming the dome has turned into something real, so we can't just set up a uh, a uh, stadium inside of it all the time. I I, w- I would say 
the victor of soccer wars is a little strong of a statement. I don't know if if he necessarily won soccer wars. Well, he's still standing. He's he still just, standing. The, 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 the survivor. Yeah, he just didn't. The die. survivor of soccer wars. <laughs> I don't uh, think there is a winner of soccer wars. Just a yeah, lot I think, of losers. Mike, I know you go into this in in your article, so I'll let folks uh, re- read more about it there, but. You mentioned like kind of the, the working together of two teams. I mean, there's an obvious synergy there when you have an outdoor team, you have an indoor team. Each can kind of specialize, focus on what they do best. Some of the players can 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 do both if if that suits them. Uh, you stay fit, keep playing soccer. Um, so there's there's an obvious fit if if those two entities kind of want to specialize, but 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 work together where it makes sense. And and that that seems like the path they chose this year. Which is uh, which is really cool because we've talked a lot about teams that have come and gone and tried different things and and, and not always working together. So that's it's nice to see. Yeah, and the uh, Rock City Boom is starting their season middle of April. It's it's a nice runway going from a lot of these guys keeping fit and indoor and then going right into that outdoor season and, and pushing for their fourth championship in a row. They've they've won the past three. They dominate that division. Um. So they're going for a fourth, and I know they got a target on their backs because everybody wants to beat them, but they keep coming out with dubs. Yeah, I know you, you guys did a lot of boom in, in years past. That's that's new to me. I, I haven't been to a boom game yet, but what's uh, what's it like? What's what's the level like? What what should one expect going to going to boom for the first time? Give, give me a little preview because well, it's new to me. U- UPSL is kind of having a little bit of a turnover recently where you see a lot of teams putting their, their second teams in there. It's mostly like USL like, teams. Yeah. Um, and that's mostly on the West coast, like Phoenix put their two team in UPSL. It's out West. And as you see leagues like MPSL shrinking, a lot of those teams are jumping ship to USL league two. And you see UPSL kind of oozing into those gaps a little bit. You kind of get it's it's a mix of it's like you it's like what USL was before, but the light version where you have you know ind- fully independent teams like Rock City Boom who are just local guys, and then you have you know development teams that are being put into. And as far as region, like just being hyper regional, it's a good league to be in. Is it doesn't have the cachet of USL League Two which is the old PDL league or some of the regional leagues, like the Eastern premier league has some shine to it. Like what lands down is in, but as far as just like a general all purpose league, it is pretty good. And I know they've some bigger leagues have been sniffing around, just buying up the whole league and putting it underneath what they have. It's a big structure. It's a lot. It's relatively inexpensive for the teams too, which is one of the big, one of the big wins and why it's why it's working out so well is that I want to say the first year, which was during COVID, the boom actually made money, which not to say we weren't expecting it, but when you're hearing that NPSL teams needed to make $100,000 to survive the season, having that happen during when they were limited to like 300 people in a 30,000, 15,000 seat stadium was pretty impressive. Oh. Yeah, to be honest, I don't think they were expecting to make money that year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think the scale of the league helps helps a ton. They can be hyper-regionalized, right? We have, there's three teams in Buffalo, a few in the Rochester area, a few in the Syracuse area, area, and 
one or two others kind of yeah one in albany on the outskirts yeah. but yeah it's it, it that's got to be massive to the bottom line to avoid you know buying plane tickets and things like that mm-hmm. yeah it's a fun little league once you get into it and you start knowing the teams and the players and the rivalries it's just like any other league you just got to pay attention to it all right speaking of uh other survivors flower city union the biggest comeback victory I think nobody expected. <laughs> if you told me a year ago that Flower City was going to be the one, the pro team to survive, and RNYFC was going to tank, I wouldn't have believed you. They played a bit of a bit of a rope a dope. You know, you look <laughs> yeah, you look at that goal differential. It was one, two, three. But they, uh, yeah, they're they're still standing. You know, good 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 for them. Good for them, and they're getting they're getting the air. I will say, I think the team personnel-wise is fairly different from what it was a year ago. Oh, it's very different. It's very different. For to sure. um, staff and roster. Yeah. So if you if you're hearing us talk about it and are a little bit surprised, I'll just say the the changeover has helped tremendously. I'm more happy about the staff changeover. But we don't need to yes. get into that. Yeah, yeah, we'll not get in we won't get into that, but there's uh there's some personal vendettas that <laughs> that that we have won. They they've worked themselves out, I'll put it that way. By us yeah. winning. FCU was I mean, they were an easy target last year. They were bad. Like there's no no one listening to this can can argue with it. If if you're if you were a player on FCU, if you're uh, they were on, less on than the staff, good, yes. And you're listening that's that is facts, right? The num- the numbers bear it out, and and that's okay because if if you actually do something different and you make an effort to, to grow and, and you sign a different le- le- level of player, um, you're you're trying to do something. And at the very least, we don't know what it's going to look like just yet, but it does seem like they're, they're they're trying to do something. They they definitely have a handful of NISA veterans, some players from different leagues. Um, a, a few that have that have have scored some goals here and there, which 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 is which is interesting and and it, and it makes it um, it makes it exciting. And it is it's kind of a fun league, right? We talked about it. I think I think a little bit here and there. It's a, it's it's a little bit of a, a wild west feel, and I kind of like that. Kind of like well, a little okay corral style. I, I, yeah, I don't think any uh, team owners played goalkeeper last year, so they've improved from uh, twenty twenty. <laughs> I love that shit though. Like that—that's what makes it interesting. Is uh, I don't know, but all right, so signing like veterans who have been in the league is huge. It, it, it's reminiscent. I'm probably gonna get roasted for this, but it's reminiscent of when the Rhinos were in USL, and in 2015 they had the smallest budget in the league and they just signed guys who were usl vets and knew how to play in that league and then we ended up winning the whole the whole thing i'm not saying flower city's gonna win the whole thing this year but it's been proven and not you know in multiple leagues that if you sign guys who know how to play in that league you will get some wins like last year michigan stars won and they were just the team that knew how to play in the league that they were in. I went to the last game where it was flower city versus Michigan. And you could just tell like they were, it, it was cheat codes. Like they, they knew exactly what to do to just get points and take three points off of people. Stuart, bring it home. 
<laughs> now you put pressure on me, so now I'm gonna fuck it all up. Um, well, I'm, I'm, I'll say, I'll... I, I, well, well, now now I'm ready. So now you shut up. <laughs> there you go. I, I think it, what I'll say is that I, I think Nice is the right the right league for Rochester right now because we we've been kind of the redheaded had redheaded stepchild for a while now, and. I think it it fits. It fits where soccer is right now in the city at the pro level. For all that you can say about the league and all the all the issues it has, which every every league has issues, at least they they maybe pay their roughs. Um, the they're they're trying something a little bit different, and that's good. And that's what that's kind of what we need. So. I don't know how long how long the experiment will be able to last. the The biggest thing I'll say specifically about FCU is once you get past the original uh, owner of FCU and look at what Jimmy's trying, he, he's trying he's doing everything that you can ask for from a minor league team owner. And that's all you can ask for. That's partially why we're, we're why we're willing to cover him is that everything that we've been talking about for five, six, however many, eight years, he's trying. N- n- not everything is going to work. Not everything in Nisa is going to work. But there's a an attempt is being made, and that is all I think we can ask for right now. That and Jenny Cole shit the games. It's it's a mile away. Why would that be a problem? <laughs> I mean, they, they probably will. I don't know. It's a scary mile. No, I'm just saying. Like for for a while now, we've been saying we want to we want to get Jenny Kolsch at a game and not have to sneak it in. So <laughs> honestly, honestly, Jenny should be giving that to you. So the beer I'm drinking right now, they just give it to the supporters groups for the tailgates. Ooh, so can't hurt to ask. Yeah. Can't hurt to ask. Well, so about Nisa, the league. I didn't so I didn't watch much last year. I, I, I saw a little bit of what Flower City was doing. Obviously I'm in town. I think I, I watched a little bit of the playoffs uh in Nisa. I turned on a game or two. And I'll be honest, that was that was about it. Um I I've obviously been been looking into into these teams a little bit more recently. You can see that there's there's a handful that seem to really have their shit together. They have they have strong followings. Um, I think Chattanooga seems to be to kind of set set the benchmark as far as like a team that is is pro and, and, and operating like like a like, like a real team. Uh, Savannah Clovers is new to the team. I think they came up from the lower league. Uh, the the Nisa Nation is that correct? No, cut it if it's not. Do that or NPSL. It's one of the two. Yeah. Okay. All right. They came up. They're a team that 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 did did some good things and and found and found their way up a little bit here. Um, but there's definitely a few that seem concerning or do some really weird things. Like LA Force, I think like hasn't hasn't even announced a player yet, or they've only had like they, they have like RNYFC frequency of like social media posting. So they're, they're I'm ex- I'm excited to kind of get into the league because it's kind of the wild nature of it. Um, I find amusing, so I'm I'm excited about it. Uh, but it's still a league that is, you know, things things seem tenuous. Um, they've had a history of of teams coming in and out, dubious uh, monetary contributions from from, from owners. 
we had a team not so far down the highway last year being a, a little bit late with, with, with some paychecks and is now kind of sort of part of FCU. Um, so it's, it, it's all to say is it's going to be interesting and uh, I'm ready for it. That's, that's the one thing I love about this is that, so the two terms, the two teams merged um, because the other one who was essentially a Dunkin' Donuts mogul stopped <laughs> yeah. paying bills after signing an agreement with like who used to own Super Nine here in in Rochester, which was the old UPSL team. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, so he, he had some he, he had some credits too, and um, signed some agreements, and then had some really really weird um, press conferences and press releases, <laughs> and then just kind of fucked off and ran away. And now, now the teams merged, but it's it's not just merged; it's two teams. It's FCU, and then it's Salt City Union. But they're not playing in Syracuse; they're playing in my old uh, my old town, uh, Auburn, New York, which is party town. Yeah, um, check out the William Seward Museum, William Seward House, if you get a chance to stop in Auburn. So great, what I will say first is go go to the Seward House. Mm-hmm. And then go to Shep's Brewery, who is legitimately the only sponsor we've ever actually had. So it's just on the corner. It's down on down. It's downtown. Go there first. Drink 15, 20 beers. Then go to the game. Great. Down at the college stadium. And you can't do any more damage than Freeman did in that bathroom. Oh my god! Oh I gave boy. him one. I gave him. I think a taster. I gave him one IPA, and then he was like, oh, this is really good. And then 30 minutes later, he went away for about 30 minutes, and I was like, well, not doing that. It was like fucking Benghazi in that bathroom. It was terrible. Yeah, she was like in the grout. Yeah. (laughs) And he was doing it. They were setting up for like a a women, like some, some girl's bachelorette party. So he blew that bathroom up maybe 20 minutes before like 30 women were in there and he used the women's room i think too yeah he, of course he did yeah it's it is much nicer in there but uh we won't explain how i know that yeah i'm not sure what how that's gonna pan out because when i first it, heard about that i'm like you're you're essentially you're just taking away home games from season ticket holders because yeah, you could say like, oh yeah, you can just go to the game in Auburn, but it's, a, it's an eighty-minute drive. Yeah, it's not. It, it's an easy drive, but like, who's gonna do that? I did yeah, it. It's... I did it once because you were there, but like, I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't yeah, really go. Yeah, it's um, it's a tough drive to get anyone to do. I think. What I'll say is, I think it makes sense from a financial point of view for FCU to do that, based on some of the financials we've heard. So let's see how it goes. Hopefully they can get a fair number of people to show up. I do know that there is, but let's be honest. They're probably not. Well, they're, they're going to get the college. There is weirdly essentially just English kids. So it's the junior college. There is just eight kids or 15 kids from like various parts of England 
who are trying to make it into MLS eventually. All right. Well, that's 15 fans for them yeah. in, in Auburn. I think it's fine. It's it's an obvious attempt to keep a franchise viable for, for, for future sale. And, yeah, I don't know. Do, do, do what you got to do. I think it's three it, games in Auburn. Yeah, um, it's so far down on my list of, of, I guess, things to care about. With Yeah, with it's a team. little goofy, but it's a novel attempt. So it's fine. Yeah, and as things go on, you know, we'll, we'll get into more details about the squad and stuff. We just don't know, you know, who's necessarily sticking around or who's going to be a starter yet. So, but we'll we'll dive into all that over the top tactical talk once the season starts. Yeah, I'm excited to see. I'm excited to see what they do. You know, that's that that's what I love. I love to see how teams set up. I love to see what 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 the coaches are trying to do. And like you mentioned, kind of one of one of one of the keys or, or, or the key differences from this year, um, uh, from from last year to this year, is that they've got veterans of veterans of the league. There's a dozen guys who've been in this league before, at least. Um, I think there's there's a former next pro player and a few from lower levels, like like UPSL or NPSL players, uh, one or two from from overseas. So uh, they've definitely got a level of experience that that I don't think they had last year. So it it sets up for for the potential for them to kind of hit the ground running a little bit more um than last year the potential but so let's let's wait and see but i'm excited to see him get going yeah and there's been there's been a lot more planning on this side because i think jimmy came in pretty late they like essentially went through they signed a bunch of players and they released them then they kind of re-signed them last year so it, it was messy for everyone involved my big interest is what they're going to do to get people to that stadium because we've all heard every, all the complaints and I think having one team should help because there's not going to be that split, but it, it's still a, it's still a big question and no one's really found the answer. It'll be nice to be back in the stadium. I love that stadium. So yeah. So give me, be. let me ask you guys, as as Rochester through and through, as I know you both are, give, give me give me one kind of highlight memory from from the downtown stadium. Um, I already know what yours is, Stu. Yeah, I've said it like twelve times, but yeah. Mike, I'll let you go first. All right, mine was so I think it was maybe like 2011, 2012. Me and my buddy were were just hanging around. We were hanging out at. I think it was his house and we were sitting around drinking, smoking. And then his, his parents came home. So we were like, ah, fuck, we can't stay here. <laughs> like, what do you want to do? And then we realized that there was a game on at the stadium, a Rhino's game. So we're like, ah, fuck it, let's go. So we went down there. We filled up one of those big Poland spring bottles filled with vodka. They didn't check it. They just let us walk in with it. Perfect. And we were in there and, we just got like general admission tickets, but then we were like, you know what? Let's go to the golden rhino section, which is like midfield, the short side, like the, the not the double decker side, the other side, yeah. like the, the sweet seats. And we sat over there and we were drinking and then we were like, Oh shit, should we be over here? Like we're going to get caught. We might be a little bit too, too loud or too rowdy. And the two old guys next to us were fucking way rowdier and way more vulgar and way louder than either of us could ever be. They were just harassing the ref nonstop. And we were just sitting there 
taking swigs out of the vodka bottle and just hanging out with these two old guys. And like, we just ended up hanging out with them the whole time. And then we stayed after a little bit, fucking shared a little water bottle vodka with them. We were just hanging out with these, these guys who have been going to games since like 96. So they remember everything. We were just talking with them about like the old days and stuff. And it was just like a good, I guess, generational moment where we were brought together over some snuck in vodka. That's really beautiful, Mike. I don't even remember the team they played. It was, I think it was the Puerto Rican team. I think it was Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico Islanders. Not to be confused with the Harrisburg Islanders. So that was a USL game. Yeah. Yeah. It was one of the Islanders. Might not, they might not have been Puerto Rican at all. I don't know. We drank a lot. That's yeah. a big guess. It's an island. <laughs> so, yeah, so mine, I think I've said it a couple times, is uh, 2017, we uh, started out a little bit slow, but it was open open cup game. And I always like the open cup games just because it's they're always so random. And it's essentially the, a lot of the time the players are like, they were really good at one thing, and it's usually free kicks. So you don't want to take them down because they're going to be able to do a golasso out of nowhere. And ended up 1-1, and we started switching ends, and I probably had like 10 Jetty Cream Ales in me at that point or something. Mm, mm-hmm. And I remember we were... We switched over because it was um, going into extra time. We kind of figured that was where we just wanted to harass the goalie because that's what we were doing. And turned in, it was the 121st minute right in front of us. They score the goal and everyone's going fucking nuts. And my favorite part is that the um, Stampede or whichever the group was calling themselves at that point all the kids lost their minds. They thought the game was over because they didn't know how the rules were. So they just start running on the field, screaming in excitement. And then the security guards come on the field and start chasing them. So it goes from excitement to terror. <laughs> so you've just got 10 kids screaming. And the other thing that I remember is apparently they hired Mario for as the ref because Joe Farrell came on came on the field and within like 20 seconds got a card because the ref said you come on the field and then you push him down and then you kick at the ball and now you get a card and i'm just like what what is going on what type of ref is this <laughs> that's that that's another good one good memories guys thanks for sharing yeah all based in alcoholism apparently i mean hey. that's that's what soccer is <laughs> rochester baby <laughs> Soccer and Jenny Cream Ales. Woo! Yeah. Right, you want to get into these listener questions? There's some yeah. doozies in here. All right, the Read first one comes from Greg. We're doing a little bit different this time. I got the, the audio clips for it. Hold on, let me turn the volume up here. This one's from Greg. Can you give any more info on the rumored merges that almost happened? Especially with FCU, I'm confused on how that would have worked. What club wanted what? Wow, Greg, good question. <laughs> how much do you want to give up here, Stu? I think I gave up a fair amount, but yeah, fuck it. Um, so 
the rumors that I heard, which were just single person, so that's why we we got enough shit last season for saying things that turned out to not be true. Because why mm-hmm. the fuck would Frank Lampard be showing up Lampard. To, to Rochester? Um, but at least it's not uh, John Terry. So the um, the FCU merger was apparently came down to the name. And the name was going to be RNYFC, with the FC standing for Flower City. So I already said I'm never saying the full name of RNYFC again, but RNY Flower City was going to be the name, apparently. And then it fell through later for other reasons that we'll get into in a second. Um, There was the one... MLS Next Pro was going to take over at one point, but... My understanding was that so, like when Rob Clark lost the team in 2015, he could have said, fuck it, no, I'm not doing this, and taken the team down with him. But USL made some sort of agreement and said, yeah, we're, we're going we're gonna to find an owner, we're going to find it. And they was like, okay, that's fine. It, it's off my back. I'm not going to lose another 300K next year. Great. The other owner, which Mike, I think you sent me, a video of them <laughs> oh, the the <laughs> the italian investors yeah the um the italian investors i have that that sound clip if you want it hold on let me pull it up it took a lot of digging and there's like a lot of i guess back and forth or like investigative work to get it to find out who it was and there's a lot of theories we thought you know oh shit like is it Rocco Camiso? Is he coming back? Is it Saputo? Blah blah blah. And then I got a, a I got a DM from somebody who I won't name, but all all the loose ends tied up. They're also in real estate. They're Italian, so it all checked. Three double garages. Hold on. Thousand square foot lot. Three double garages and two garages. Total five garages. Parking for twenty-five cars outside the garages. Four hundred and ninety thousand dollars. I don't know if you heard this. Five garages. Parker Street, West Brighton, Staten Island. If you're interested, you call us, Island White Realty. You can build a house. And so on and so on. There's many other options here. Like a stadium. According to the zoning in the area. Interested? Call Island Wide Realty. Do it. Island Wide Realty. Yeah. That was the Italian investor. Also in real estate. So it would have been perfect. The stadium they could have built together. It all lines up. Maybe at that lot. Um, so the the rumor that I did hear um, from multiple sides, because I heard... I did some investigative work at the uh, Charlotte FC, the second game, because Crown Legacy was there. And I didn't say who I was, but I just asked a bunch of questions that were very pointed about. And they really the gave up that info. They like, you didn't have to pull teeth at all. They just told you like right away. Yeah. Well, much. yeah well, I took my, uh, I took my Rhino's hat that I was wearing because that was the day after <laughs> everything went down. And uh, yeah, they were like, Oh yeah, I can't say, but uh yeah, the schedule's not coming out on on a Friday. It's coming out next week. I can't tell you which day. Not Friday. Um, but they 
basically all of it, it seemed to be very similar to Smugtown where debt came up at the last second. That was the issue. Stumptown, Stumptown, right? Stumptown. Yep. That one, not that one, not the other one, not the, the, um, yeah. So Stumptown, but yeah, debt came up at the last second, which is with a profitable business is something that is reasonable when you're trying to sell it in March, two weeks before the game, first game of the season with four players, no coach, probably don't have a Jersey, nothing else really going on. Um, it's a non-starter. So that's what we heard. I, did I miss anything? I don't know. Yeah. Oh, the other thing was in the middle of it when I did make a pointed comment to some of the, I mean, we can bleep this out if we don't want it, but when I made a pointed comment to the English side about who the issue was, I was very adamantly told that, uh, we didn't know anything that was going on. And then a couple of days later, that's when they made that tweet about how everything was looking up and it was just going to get greener from here on or whatever the hell they said. I wouldn't mind digging that bad boy up. You keep, keep talking. I'm going to, I'm going to pull this up <laughs> there you go. because yeah. boy, boy, did I love it and just fucking hate it. At this Images <laughs> that preceded yeah. unfortunate events. <laughs> Should I bring up the text? What text? The one that the person who shall not be named sent. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Fuck it. Why not? All the laundry's out now. Yeah. Were they going to do blacklist this? <laughs> Did that happen way earlier than I thought? Right, while you're pulling that up, just just to remind, just because on hold January on. 4th. Wait, wait, of, hold on, hold on. Oh, okay. Hold on. Uh, fucking internet, man. I need a new phone. Hold on, here we go. Go ahead. We're at a place now. No, I'm sorry. This 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 one's first. Do you want to, do you want to just Sarah McLaughlin now the whole way through? Uh, yeah, background music. Okay, all right. All right. Start with we got McLaughlin going. Is it too loud? We're at a place now where we're so excited. And to think about where we're, where we were to where we are, it is a step on the road. There's a way to go, but the journey is just getting better and better as time goes on for us. That was January fourth this year. Yep. <clears throat> so you're gonna you're gonna have to fast forward to February twenty second, and another tweet came out. It said, as many of you have noted. Our club has not posted since early January. That was true. While there has been considerable speculation and conjecture, both of those things, about the club and ownership, please know this, period. Tag us we have been time. extremely busy behind the scenes exploring multiple strategic relationships to help our club be even more successful in 2020. Island-wide realty. And beyond. To that end, we anticipate providing updates in the coming week. Thank you for your continued support that's now, five if you con- garages if you were continuing to support them it, your loyalty is commendable but you were greeted in the not so distant future on march 10th with another tweet which is way more than a week uh, if i'm doing my math right that was more that's more, more than a week a, 
It's a Spanish week. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. That's what is that what we call it now? Oh. <clears throat> March tenth. No graphic for this one. This was actually t- text typed in the box. Put in Notepad. It I is notepad. with a heavy heart and a gr- uh, and a great sense of disappointment that we share with you. Rochester New York Football Club will not participate in the twenty twenty three MLS Next Pro season. See, that's interesting is because they said will not participate in the MLS Next Pro season, which leads me to the next question. Well, I haven't gotten it, to my blowing up comment. But it, it ties in, too. Yeah. They're basically the oh, same okay. question. Okay, keep, keep the thread. Uh, shit, where is it? Oh, here it is. What do you know about the ah, USL? Fuck. What do you know about the USL 2 next season rumor? Explain the FCU merger more thoroughly and maybe one of the others too. Is this it? You like the Indian voice? Up there? Yeah. It's multicultural. Yeah. But you heard that, right? They, they asked about the merger, but then also the USL League 2 rumor. So do the text yeah. and then we'll dip into the USL 2 rumor. Yeah, so we were working... Mike, I, and a couple of the other people... Um, prior to me moving, had some calls with Lee Tucker, which was always great. And um, John Morris, that was one of the calls that Vardy showed up on. It was it was always useful. It was always pointed and would get to the point. Um, there was a trying to schedule a call in November, actually. And what I sent them was they were trying to schedule it. And then I basically said, you can drop me out. Um, gave them my situation. And then I said, don't think that either of you are the problem, but we're seeing the exact same issues that we saw in 1617, which seems to be at the core lack of investment and an unwillingness from the Dworkins to discuss issues with anyone who isn't a yes man. I'm hoping the rumors of a merger with FCU slash Pulse are accurate so your hard work can be rewarded. We aren't splitting the Rochester soccer community and we get the team we all want. Um, Lee said a very graceful note that was, Defending the team, but also said, yeah, we didn't do everything great. Um, then John came in and um, said... Name, name uh, names. Yeah. Um, I don't want to be disrespectful. Also, apparently he still has an account here. Um, <laughs> on here. So if anyone wants to send him a note, I'll give the phone number in the Twitter comments. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> That's not going to happen. Um Hi, Stuart. I don't want to be disrespectful, but I can't agree with what you were saying regarding the Dworkins. You don't know the half of the challenges they, they we have faced getting the team back on the field and the money they have invested. It's been an almighty challenge. Please show us some respect for what we have done in the first season. Mm. We are focused on ourselves and nobody else. We are committed to making this work and we need your support. We respect you as supporters, but the priority is sustaining the team and making it economically viable. Hmm. And then they said, we'll hear your voice. This call should help with that. Um, The call essentially surrounded recycle bins. So mostly recycle bins. Yeah, that's, yeah, that is true. And then I, um, I responded and then just said, basically I'm out. Um, John started to send a lot of messages a lot of times and uh, never actually did respond. It was probably various versions of go fuck yourself, Stu. I'm glad, I, I'm glad someone said it because Stu, boy, this guy is—he's so, just disrespecting everyone, left and right, isn't he? Isn't he, Mike? 
Someone get this guy, this kid under control. Yeah. So, and just to throw John under the bus a little bit more. um, So (laughs) I'm the reason that he knows who Rex is, which I I know that mascots aren't a big deal. Like they have them in the EPL just because they kind of have to, because kids want something soft and cuddly to play with. Um, And the priests aren't around anymore for that. But the um, shit, <laughs> the th- that just kind of shows the lack of like I don't want to say the lack of understanding, but the lack of research. Yeah, that that's a a good summation, I guess of of I mean, the the proof is in the pudding. I mean, yeah they're gone so i i don't yeah, want to i don't want to no like that pudding i just i don't want to question anybody's motives because i don't know what's in anybody's heart mm-hmm. but i just i don't i i'm not buying that everybody was was all in no i think so oh, i've given the sequence of events but i think the Dworkins saw attendance in 2015 didn't look at what the ticket numbers what what the ticket value was so didn't realize that half the tickets were being given away every game and then i think they likely oversold because i've seen dave say to a potential investor at a soccer game in 2017 that he had the best quality beef in all of the land at any soccer stadium in the world and i'm like what is he talking about I don't hmm. know, but it's also like, no, you don't. Like, these are, I mean, it's fine, but it shouldn't be taking me 20 minutes. Did he to actually fucking... say that in all the land? I don't think he said all the land. Like I was a feudal very lord? Yeah, it was very strange. And then the next year, he complained about spending $7,000 on a dip and Dots machine. Um, it is the ice cream of the future. Yeah, so uh, from the past. <laughs> um. It'll but yeah, I, I think I think everyone kind of got in over their heads and then didn't know how to get out. And <laughs> egos got involved. And personally, for me, I'm willing to say when I fucked up, Frank Lampard. But a lot of people aren't, and I get it. But I think a lot of a lot less money could have been spent by a lot of people if prior to everything happening. Um, so the first FCU Lancers merger that was supposed to happen, for example, was supposed to, the, the FCU is supposed to essentially be what the Rhinos were. Everything was just supposed to be one team. If that had happened, I think everyone would be a lot richer right now than what we ended up with. Um, regarding USL 2, Again, single source. Um, I, I, I'm. I, I don't really know what I think about it. I think it's just a way to. It feels a little bit like 2018. We're like, oh, we've got a team, but what is that team really going to be? I mean, it's basically going to be the, be the UPSL team, so the U23, which I don't think really exists yet. Not really. So I they it's. Exist. I think so. The, I the, the U23, though? Like, the U19, I, I see, but the U23, mm-hmm. I don't know how... I, I have no proof, so... You might okay, yeah, so I, yeah. <laughs> I don't have any proof either, but it's... 
I just don't think that Planet Empire is going to be the answer. It's They'll probably be able to make money because they make 14k off each kid who shows up there or something crazy. So um, I think it'll technically be profitable, profitable, but I think the what they're trying to do is they're trying to go to League One um, because they probably still technically have that franchise and USL is telling them, no, fuck off. You need to prove that you can survive a season. So they're doing... They would try and do League Two, but I don't know. League One is going to have higher costs than MLS Next Pro did, so I don't. I just don't see it happening, or I, I don't see it's... why. Sorry, oh, I was just going to say. I think it's safe to say it, it, it's all largely in highly speculative territory here. Yeah, I, I think it's likely rumors just to make it sound like they're like it's not a failure right now, um, because they know they can't do. If they if they want any chance of getting back on their own, they need to field some sort of team this year. So it needs to be amateur. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. But yeah, we'll see. If they come back, we'll cover it. Is my Rhino's merchandise collection worth more or less now? Did you hear that? Mm. Yep. Um. Probably, I don't know how the bell curve goes. It might be worth more, I would say, in April or May when people try and think that the Rhinos are playing. Hmm. I'm now, wearing a Rhinos you, If you hoodie. meant Rhinos, like yeah. Rhinos, Rhinos, I think that's probably maintained its value. I'm not, I think your, your RNYFC gear will probably take uh, a couple a couple decades before that becomes a collector's item again so you're gonna have to hold on to that one for a long time but i think your rhino's gear is is his value is pretty safe i think it's about the same as it was before yeah yeah all right personal question here from a pirate who should be working on his article and not putting questions into us what? What is the best food utensil? That was in the Dutch accent. I don't know if you could understand it. What is the best food utensil? Spork. Yeah, spork. I mean, if we're going for all around yeah. utility, then yeah, I, I guess the best. It's hard to judge best. What is best for a utensil? It depends on what you're eating. But if you're going for something that will serve you in any situation. I would say spork with the other end filed down into a point. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So the only way, the only caveat I would have is if the food is limited, a knife. Because then you could stab somebody else and take their food. Exactly. Okay. It's like, that's a good point. And I'm yeah. glad you clarified that, Stu, because I wasn't thinking that way. But if I ever do get caught in a situation where I have to use one utensil, that's a good reminder to check the, the overall food supply first before choosing. Yes. So I appreciate The only answer reminder. is stabbing. Because in that case, the answer is stabbing. Yes. Okay. Good. All right. Glad we, we settled that. Good work, um, boys. The next one comes from the fucking legend himself. Parmesan. Oh, my God. <laughs> What happened to the, the file? Shit. Where is it? All right. 
I have it in English and then also in the Italian. I'm going to do the Italian accent first. My neighbor is very nice, but sometimes she likes to burn me with cigarettes when she drinks beer. Even though I do not like it, should I continue to bring her Swanson's and DVDs or should I maybe move on to another neighbor? Thank you. That was a disaster. I don't know why. I didn't <laughs> okay. Yeah, it okay. Regular. Knowing Parmesan, I, I, I know it had to do with Swanson's, but yeah. <laughs> Let's, let's hear it. My neighbor is very nice, but sometimes she likes to burn me with cigarettes when she drinks beer. Even though mm-hmm. I do not like it, should I continue to bring her Swanson's and DVDs, or should I maybe move on? Okay, so basically what he's asking is, <laughs> and, and this is like an ongoing saga with him. Him, this His neighbor has some control over him. The neighbor, like, yeah. Yeah, I, I still haven't sussed out that situation. but he's. Like, I, I know what it is. His neighbor is very nice. But sometimes she likes to burn him with cigarettes when she drinks beer. When she's drinking, yeah. And he doesn't like that. Um, and should he continue to bring her Swansons and DVDs, like almost like a date night thing? Or should he move on to another neighbor? I mean, Presum- how many neighbors are there? <laughs> I mean, there's always more. There's always more neighbors, you know. His, his, his unwillingness to move outside his neighborhood is a little strange to me, too. But... <laughs> yeah. Huh. That's a tough one. I think it just, it depends on if you're going to net positive, right? Like if you, this neighbor is clearly willing to do physical harm to Parma, John. But what does he get um, out of it? That's what I'm but saying. Probably, like, right, probably well, other physical goods. But it, does yeah, he, services. Yeah, right. if he, if he stops the Swansons, will, will there be more, more violence? Will that incite even more violence than he's already experiencing? If so, then just keep going with the Swansons and and just kind of you know do your best. Maybe tweak a little bit. Maybe maybe go with the meatloaf instead of the Salisbury steak next time. Um, maybe that'll be more go, pleasing. Go with something that doesn't require a knife. Well, yeah, yeah, well, sporks, spork only. So <laughs> alternate option here is you've mentioned should you move on to another neighbor. That makes mm-hmm. me think that you already have your eye on another neighbor. Maybe if you show this first neighbor, listen, I'm not the only, you're not the only neighbor I can get down with. You kind of make her a little bit jealous. It's it's a dangerous game to play because she's already burning him with cigarettes. But if you just show like, hey, I'll bring my Swansons and DVDs somewhere else. You better treat me right. It might kick her into gear a little bit and have her not burn you with cigarettes. Or it could end in death. Or it could end in death. It's a risky game. (laughs) That's an interesting idea. Yeah. It's an interesting idea. Well, yeah. So we need to be careful because then... Just give me a moment. Um, I just need to find a tweet that was sent a little bit earlier. From who? From him? Yeah. From Karma. He's hard to keep up with sometimes. Yeah, sorry. I'm in the wrong messaging app because all your assholes have me in like 15 of them now. Mm. Mm-hmm. There's a lot going on these days. Yeah. So, god damn it. How? So, if something happens to him... <laughs> sorry. <laughs> We're not going to get amazing tweets like... Why didn't you go? S- <laughs> 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 Sorry. 
why don't you go start a club for losers <laughs> and be the president? Oh, shit, dude. That's sick burn. That's sick burn. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry that I can't see that, but that's just... <laughs> I'm literally crying here. Why don't you go start a club for losers and be the president? <laughs> He's a quick wit. He's a quick wit. Yeah, we want to keep him safe. We want to keep him around. I would say stick with stick with the neighbor. Keep bringing the Swansons. And, and let us know what happens. Please. Yeah, I would stick with happens. it. And maybe mix up the Swansons. That, that's what I would recommend. I don't know his current Ooh. routine. I don't know his current routine. Interesting nugget here. I just okay. clicked on this thing. His only tweet. Everything else is in response to something else. His only tweet is... On March 14th, to all the hot ladies who are following me lately, you are very hot, but I am in a relationship with my neighbor. She is not as hot as she is not as hot as you, but we are in love. So please show some respect and do not send me emails. So they are in a relationship. So the only problem I find with Swanson's is that there's not many. Everything seems to be very centric to his house. And I don't know what other food there is there. It's been a couple of years since I lived there. This is just going to turn into a Parmesan podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get ready for it. America. But what, if you're listening, please let us know what happens with your neighbor who burns you with cigarettes. Yeah. Keep us updated. Thanks. Thanks, Parmesan. Thanks for the question. <laughs> okay. That was it. So the, the only thing we forgot to mention, and this is really bad after we just made um, the last 10 minutes of conversation, is the uh, FCU women's team. Oh, yeah. Shit. Which the nice thing about them is that they're not going to be known as FCU women, which I find it, it's kind of a it's always a bad look when they're like, hey, we've got a women's team. It's women, women's equality, everything. And then they're like, yeah, but we're going to name them after the men's team and then just add women's at the end. Or lady. Yeah. Or like, yeah. But what they're doing is they're doing a rebrand, which I always like, and it's uh, FCU 1872 for the first time that um, Susan, Susan B. B. Anthony got Yeah, Susan B. Anthony, Jesus fucking Christ. Fucked some shit up. Yeah. Um, started fucking shit up and, uh, and she was made Rochester. Yeah. Made, uh, made Rochester famous. So uh, I, I, I like that. I like the, I like the, Connecting the teams, but not making it a direct combination. It's a very German name, too, to put the date in there. At first, when they were talking about doing a women's team, I made a fake badge, and it was Susan B. Anthony with a flaming soccer ball. Like, she was having a flaming <laughs> soccer ball. So that's pretty close. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, again, Valiant 33 taking credit for everything, making up stories about why we're correct all the time. Always correct, always first. Yep. Yeah, Frank Lampard. That's beautiful. I, he could, he could, it could still happen, boys. He's not dead yet. Like, Don't count him out. He still could. He's still looking for a gig. So what we need to do is start that, him doing the uh, FC, FCU 1872 team. Yeah, he might. What's he doing now? Anything? Uh, fucking his wife. Whoa, whoa, saucy stew tonight. <laughs> What's in that beer? Yeah, I think that's it, right? Yeah, now that I've taken it off the rails. No, I mean, I, I just don't think there's anything left. Yeah, well, um, so yeah, let us know how uh, 
how you're, how you're liking the the new website i spent many hours on it and uh how you're liking the articles we have turned off comments so that parmesan doesn't just destroy us with his <laughs> quick wit <laughs> yeah check out the website there's gonna be a lot more coming soon um all the seasons are starting somewhat in april so we're gonna have more for you Looking forward to Great chatting ending. more footy. You want, <laughs> yeah. to, uh, you want to land this plane, maybe? Woo! Well, this has been the Alien 33 podcast. We're flying this thing upside down. Yeah. Right Thank right, you. Boys. Thanks for listening. I'm stopping it. Is that okay? Yes, Amen. I consent. I consent to that.